The Rambam, at the end of Hilchas Lulav, describes first tremendous rejoicing that took place in the Beis HaMikdash, when Yontef of Sukkot, day after day, after the bringing of the carbon tumult in the afternoon, there was amazing rejoicing, singing, playing musical instruments, dancing in the most extreme, elaborate fashion. And this was all performed by the greatest people, most wise, most righteous people of our nation. And the rest of the nation was gathered to watch both men and women to participate in the Simcha. Then the round continues, the very last statement, the last halacha in Hilchas Lulav, at the rejoicing that a person rejoices in the performance of mitzvot, and in the love of Hashem, our Creator, who gave us those mitzvot, is a great primary aspect of one's service of Hashem, of one's spiritual achievement. Avodah Gedola, he calls it. And he continues, if someone holds himself back from this, he's liable to significant negative consequences. It's a very major failure spiritual downfall that he's bringing upon himself by holding himself back from the rejoicing. And he continues, someone who is arrogant in these situations, gives honor to himself, considers himself an honored person, is considered a sinful and a foolish person. Because the only true great honor is to rejoice before the Almighty in the service of the Almighty and doing his mitzvah. At first glance, it should strike us, what does it mean a person who holds himself back from the rejoicing? Why would a person hold himself back? Rejoicing is not so aversive, uncomfortable thing. We can understand that I would write Someone who is able to properly appreciate and doesn't make the basic effort to think into how fortunate he is, how blessed he is, exalted he is to have this opportunity, to have this connection, this great exalted creator. And he doesn't give it its proper importance. Well, that's a great failure. But he's describing as if there's an active holding back. Muneya Atzma. What is this all about? And along similar lines, what does it mean a person who is arrogant in these situations and gives honor to himself? Is it a lack of honor to be participating in this kind of rejoicing? It seems from the Rambam that this, the greatest people are the ones who performed it. So if anything, the one who is on that level to experience it, to express it, shows his accomplishment. That should be something that uh, any arrogant person would want to perform, participate in, and show how great he is. And it doesn't seem from the Rambam that he's referring specifically to the situation of the Simachas Beis HaShoeva that was of such an elaborate, extreme form of dancing where maybe somebody might be concerned, I may not look so good, it's going to take away from my honor if I'm letting loose in this kind of fashion. It seems it's a general, general principle 
all situations of rejoicing of mitzvah that are not necessarily of such an extreme nature. Also, there's this danger of somebody falling prey to conceit that relates specifically to this aspect of, of happiness and rejoicing in a mitzvah. Of course, we can understand if a person is arrogant, he doesn't want to, in a sense, submit to Hashem in a general sense, he doesn't really want to be serving Hashem, then maybe it will take, take away from his happiness when he does it as well. But it doesn't seem from the Rambo that he's discussing here the general dangers of the character of arrogance. We know those are many and serious. It seems like a specific relatedness to this quality of simcha and doing a mitzvah. One who holds himself back. One who is exercising some quality of arrogance and giving concern for his own honor in these places. It seems like there's some kind of a specific contradiction. What is this all about? And then if we look in the Magid Mishnah, who explains the Rambam, he gives us a definition of what is the essence of this concept of rejoicing when doing a mitzvah. That we would stop to think on our own, which we could do right now, for a moment, and think, what would we say is the primary aspect, the essence of this great aspect of serving Hashem, rejoicing in the mitzvah. What's it really all about? What's at the core of it? I imagine we'd say appreciation, the greatness of the Almighty, like the Ram himself says, the love of the Almighty that goes along with doing the mitzvah. He's the one who gave it to us. He's giving us the opportunity to have this connection with Him. It's such an uplift, such an honor. Glory, elevation. That should fill us with simcha. Person doesn't have that appreciation or doesn't make the effort to get in touch with that capacity for the appreciation that he might have. That's that's where the challenge will be. The Mahmisha says something very interesting. He says the essence of this topic is that it is not fitting for a person to do the mitzvot because they are an obligation and he's forced to do them. But rather, he's obligated to do them gladly, happily. He should do that which is good because it's good. He should choose truth because it's truth. And through that, any necessary effort will be easy in his eyes and he'll understand through this he will understand that this is what he was created for to serve his creator this is the essence of his whole existence and when he does that when he does that which he was created for he will rejoice he will reach the peak rejoicing so Seems like a summer could do with two types of relationship to mitzvot. One type is a person's feeling is forced to do it and he's willing, submissive to do it. That's not going to be any rejoicing 
glad, happy fashion. The other type is, he's doing it gladly. He understands this is good, understands this is truth, and he connects with that. He values that, appreciates that, chooses that, and therefore he'll be rejoicing in that, and he'll come to understand that this is his whole existence. This is the whole purpose of his existence. This is what he was created for. And that will be even more reinforced again up again. So this is something different. And it seems to the Magid Mishnah that a person seemingly has some kind of a choice. He's saying it's not fit for a person to do the mitzvahs this way, but rather he's obligated to do it that way. Now if he would say, when will a person not be rejoicing when he's only on a very low level of feeling that's an obligation and he's submitting to that obligation, even sincerely, but he feels forced to do it, then it won't be besimcha. When will it be? Gladly. Simcha. That's when he really appreciates and knows what is good. He appreciates and knows what is true. And he engages in the mitzvot with the knowledge that this is what's true. This is what's good. Then he'll be happy about it. And then he'll be with all the gladness of heart. But then it will only be a matter of what level is he at? Which person will be at the level of really appreciating it and doing it otherwise? If you know this is good, you know this is true, he wouldn't feel forced to just be automatic. But the Magen Mishnah is saying it as if there's some kind of a choice, there's some kind of a potential where a person could do it this way or do it that way. He could somehow fall into doing it this way or no, pick himself up and do it because it's truth, because it's good. What is this all about? What's going on here? <clears throat> we find something very similar also in the Tosas Yontif and others, where he, in the Mishnah of brings from one of the that a person should not do the mitzvot in the fashion where he's unhappy with it, but rather he should do it gladly and besimcha. Once again, if he's on a level where he's not happy to do it, okay, he's not on that level. The Mishnah is trying to tell us, reach a level where you appreciate the value and, and the truth and the good of the mitzvot. So, then tell me that. But what, what does it mean to do it this way, not that way? Don't do the mitzvot in a fashion where you're unhappy, forced, angry, upset about it, but rather do it gladly. You should make yourself a person. Become someone who appreciates, gain the understanding, gain the appreciation. And then, of course, the performance will follow in the best fashion. One more question. It's a famous uh, statement that tributes to Moshe Feinstein, even in the Chuvas. He said it, spoke about it many times, writes about it. But the reason why so many people in America were lost to observance of Shabbos. 
because the way they were taught by their parents were very sincere, very dedicated, and willing to bear the burden was in a fashion of we're obligated to bear the difficulty, to quote-unquote be most nefesh, be self-sacrificing to remain committed and accomplish this great mitzvah. And the children felt we're not under, we're not under, we don't feel we're on the level for Messias Nefesh. And they lost the connection. Rather, they should have been taught it's worth the difficulty. It's such a gift, it's such a magnificent gift to have Shabbos, to have that connection with Hashem, that it's not a burden to us. It's not mysterious enough. That's the basic, basic word. But it needs, also needs to be understood. If these people weren't on that level, they weren't on that level. It seems for a Moshe that they taught their children the wrong way, as if they had a choice, as if it was within their capacity to give it over differently. So once again, if someone's on a level, consider it a blessing, not a burden. Well, of course, they won't teach sacrifice yourself, even though it's a burden. Of course, they'll teach you the proper fashion. It doesn't seem like he was just bemoaning the fact that they weren't on the highest level, able to feel. It's, it's just a, it's worth everything, even though it may take effort. But it seems like there was some kind of mistaken attitude, something where they went off in their proper understanding and relationship to it, as if like somebody might think that this is a good thing to give over, as opposed to it's truly good. And that's what we need to try and think about, understand. What is at the root mistake that somebody could make or this failure that somebody could have of doing mitzvahs in a fashion that he feels forced as opposed to gladly choosing good? To try to get at the core, the root, what could be the most deepest place that produces this This failure, or as opposed to producing this.